It's Fox Top 5, the podcast where the hosts always agree to disagree. This week on Fox Top 5, Abby Hornacek. I don't know if people necessarily look at Los Angeles as a college town. And Matt Napolitano. It's just one huge party up to kick off. You know, you go through the town, polish off a few rammer jammers while you're at it. You'll be feeling really good. Come kick off. Come together to share their top five college football towns. Here are this week's hosts, Abby and Matt. Welcome to Fox Top 5. I'm Abby Hornacek, host of Parks on Fox Nation and getting schooled on the Fox News Podcast Network. And today I'm joined by my colleague and now friend, Fox News Headlines 24-7 reporter Matt Napolitano. Matt, are we friends? I think we're officially friends. I mean, we just we just chatted a little bit. We haven't been in the office together. We've never met face-to-face. But can you be friends by not meeting face-to-face? You can, right? I think this day and age with everything going on on Zoom, why not? I think that we're more than friends at this point. <laughs> well, you're at home now. I'm in the studio and I'm waiting for your dog to bark at any moment. <laughs> I am trying my best to keep her as docile as possible. There are treats with her at this very moment. I'm going to let her enjoy those <laughs> in the hopes that she can, you know, enjoy the podcast while she enjoys the food. Well, when you come back in, I'd be happy to dog sit if you want to go in a booth. Maybe your dog can be our mascot. I, I think she would love that. I don't know if we can force her into wearing any kind of hat or something, but you know what? We'll give it a shot. <laughs> Perfect. I'm looking forward to that when it happens. Um, every week on this podcast, Fox hosts, reporters, and personalities, they get together, like you and I are doing right now, to share their top five of any given topic. And you know what, Matt? It is that time of year. Again, college football season is upon yes. us. Oh, I'm so hyped. Are you? I mean, this is the best time of the year. I'm so ready. This is, I, I've been waiting for this to come back around, and it's going to be like real football again. We're going to see more fans back in the stands. That's the best part of it all. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. And there are so many great places, too, around uh, the country where you can experience one of these exciting matchups on a Saturday in the fall with your beer in your hand, your plaid shirt, the crisp air. You know, it's, it's just it's perfect. Um, and, you know, a lot of these areas, too, don't have a professional sports team nearby. So the fans are extremely passionate about the schools that they root for, you know, especially if you're talking about Texas. We'll get into it. I won't I won't ruin anything yet. So um, today, you and I are going to share with our listeners our top five college football towns. So can uh, you just start, Matt, by telling me how you compiled your list? Because I wonder if it's the same as how I did. So I got to say, it was a little bit difficult for me because my school – Hofstra University, my sophomore year, got rid of football. I know it's, it's <gasps> a hard pill to swallow. I still have trouble. My heart breaks for you. You know, I, I'm just so envious of all the college towns that we're about to talk about because it's a one-of-a-kind experience having that moment just from the tailgate to the final gun and being able to just enjoy the atmosphere, whether it's win or lose. These are some towns where football is just basically life. That Saturday is when the town shuts down and the focus is on the team. That kind of atmosphere you only really get out of college football. So that really swayed my criteria here. It was hard to make a top five. I'll be honest with you, Abby. I don't know about you. Do you have a tough time making a top five? I had like about a top 20. Same. same. (laughs) It was impossible. I kind of, you know, I, I, 
compiled my list very similarly, except for I had a hard time, too, because I was like, wow, this is a great college football experience. Um, And I was trying not to get confused between the college football experience and the college football town, because there are um, stadiums that you can go into and it's just rocking, but the town necessarily isn't there. So um, I kind of meshed the two together. Some of them are have to do with the whole town, and then some of them have to do with the experience, so I cheated a bit. Um, but, you know, I'm interested to see if we align on any of ours. Number five. So what's your number five? All right, well, my number five is State College, Pennsylvania, home of the Penn State. Ah, nice. Now, to give you an idea of what football means to Penn State fans out there, those of you who don't know this, the State College is actually the 12th largest town in Pennsylvania, but on game day, it is the fourth largest city in Pennsylvania. That's how many people <laughs> pour into Beaver Stadium. Games get loud. If you get a whiteout game and all the fans are decked out in all white, it just gets even louder from there, from the start of the game, uh, the start of the tailgate even, to Sunday morning. And I also want to give a shout out here because this is, uh, you know, bringing in the college town and the college campus spirit in a little bit, like you mentioned, Abby. Penn State's charity efforts are just insane. Uh, Thon, their uh, student-run cancer, uh, student-run charity, it's like the largest student-run uh, philanthropic effort in the world, actually raises millions of dollars each year for pediatric cancer research. And oh. this year, point, nearly $10.7 million. So for that, I had to give them a special place here, settled in at number five. I love that. I had no idea that that was a thing there. Yeah, it's one of their huge efforts that they go through every year, and it's just remarkable. Even like, you know, on game day, they're going around collecting donations to try and help out. It really is a remarkable effort. So with that, who do you have as number five? Wow, that's a that's a tough one to follow up. Now I seem shallow with my pick. <laughs> um, you know, I had to go, you know, I don't know if our, our listeners would agree with this or not, but I went to USC. So... I had to put USC as number five, Los Angeles, but here's the the kicker. You know, I, I can speak from experience. That's why I put this on the list. And the reason that it's number five and not number one is because I tried to put my bias aside for a second, and I wanted to be realistic with the fact that I don't know if people necessarily look at Los Angeles as a college town, and that's kind of what I was saying in the beginning about how I compiled my list, but... What's great about it is our football team is really good. You know, and I don't want to hear any pushback on that. We are historically very good. Um, and yes. most of the tailgating happens on campus or right off of campus at Fraternity and Sorority Row. Um, and the reason why, too, this is on my list is because, one, the obvious bias I have, but also two of my favorite traditions as you walk into the stadium. Number one, victory dogs. Um, it's essentially a dirty water dog, <laughs> but right. it's L.A. style. And there are locals who set up camp out like on the route from uh, sorority and fraternity row or the tailgates to the stadium and it's just so a whole bunch of victory dog victorious uh, just a whole bunch of gross stuff um they put <laughs> they put like onions peppers all cooked in you know canola oil and then there's a lot of sodium phosphate in there ketchup mustard chemicals it sounds amazing but a whole lot of usc pride so you got to have victory dog as you're as you're going to the stadium um all right. and then number two kicking the pole this is a sacred tradition and um there's a flagpole at the end of truesdale parkway and everyone fans students uh parents professors they kick the pole on the way to the stadium it's supposed to bring good luck to the team so that is why it's number five for me a special place in my heart go trojans understandable bias there i would do the same thing if my school had a football team i'd do the same thing you can come on over to our team it's all it's all good
I'm still um, mad at you guys for Mark Sanchez as a Jets fan, but you know, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll work it out. Yeah, well, we'll get through it and together. Darnold, too. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Well, that's your fault for being a Jets fan. Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Um, all right, what's your number four? All right, my number four, I got to go with the reigning national champs, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, home of the mm. Alabama Crimson Tide, of course. Roll Tide, baby. Roll Tide. Roll tide. You know, you have to give a shout out here. Bryant-Denny Stadium is just so iconic from the pregame walk of champions. You got the marching bands, elephant stop. Then you got more than 100,000 screaming Crimson Tide fans cramming in on game day. It's just one huge party up to kick off. You know, you go through the town, polish off a few rammer jammers while you're at it. You'll be feeling really good come kickoff. Now, if you don't know what goes into a rammer jammer, I'm going to give you the recipe right now. It's uh, rum, vodka, amaretto, orange juice, pineapple juice, and cherries. Oh my gosh, who put that concoction together? I don't know, but I feel like after a few of those during an Iron Bowl, you're going to accidentally switch and start screaming War Eagle at some point. Because that's a lot of alcohol right there. Yeah. A lot of, a you're lot running of on the field to make a tackle. Exactly. <laughs> I hope they got good security over there at Bryant Denny. I'd imagine so. They're keeping Nick Saban safe over there. But Tuscaloosa gets a special shout out. Of course, uh, you know, the Crimson Tide going in. That's the preseason number one this year. And a lot of people are already lining them up to repeat as champs, which, frankly, looking here early on, wouldn't surprise me to see them in the college football playoffs. So with that, Abby, what's your number four? Yeah, I feel like anytime your your football team is as good as Alabama, I mean, you, you've got to have a good college town because people actually enjoy going to the games because people exactly. love watching people win. <laughs> um, my number four, I've actually never been. Uh, so I just want to preface it by that. But but I've heard a lot about it, and I'm going to go with Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, because right. most of the tailgating takes place at the University of Michigan golf course across the street from the stadium. And then there's this parking lot um, in Ann Arbor Pioneer High School. And if you wander, legend has it, around the streets, um, you'll just find fans set up everywhere. Like, literally everywhere around the, the stadium. And Big House, uh, which is their stadium, is the largest stadium in the United States and Western Hemisphere outside of Asia the third largest stadium in the world, and the 34 largest sports venue. So if you're bringing in that many people, you know that it's a good college town, right? And, and of course, you know, you have the wave. The Michigan fans have just perfected this uh, game ritual. The entire stadium, you know, different variations of the wave in the third quarter. Um, You know, when the scores from around the country are read, you'll hear an update from Slippery Rock. Just a lot of really cool things go into there. And and just, again, just like the sheer amount of people that attend those games. Oh, yeah. Ann Arbor is the University of Michigan. It's, It's just unbelievable. Right. And, and I think anytime you can say, like, Ann Arbor is the University of Michigan. That's why it made the list at number four. The countdown continues after this. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. Number three. What's your number three? All right. Well, my number three, I was actually supposed to go to last year, but, you know, a little thing called the pandemic Mm. slipped in and kind of ruined those plans. But it's College Station, Texas, home of the Texas A&M Aggies. You know, it's not that big of a town, but, you know, it's just about 100,000 people. It doesn't sound like that big when you consider in Texas, but 65,000 of that is just the campus alone, just the students. 
Mm. Kyle Field gets absolutely deafening when the 12th man gets going. You know, the Aggies fans are among the only fans that I know, Abby, that actually practice their cheers before <laughs> kickoff. You know, you got the midnight yell ramping up before Saturday kickoff. I don't know who else does that. I appreciate the effort and I appreciate the thought process <laughs> behind it. It's really impressive. Plus, tailgating is just a huge experience at College Station. You can go all throughout the campus and you're going to find someone to hang out with leading up to kickoff and probably make a friend by the end of the night. Plus, things are really looking up for the Aggies, especially going into this season, going in with number six in the preseason rankings. I got high hopes for them, too. I mean, Jimbo Fisher's really righted the program down there in College Station. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot more happy people come game day over there. And we'll see what uh, the season leads up for for A&M. I love that. Um, I'm going to keep it in Texas because like anywhere in Texas, they just love their football. doesn't matter if it's high school. doesn't matter if it's college. doesn't matter if it's the Dallas Cowboys. People <laughs> love their football there. I also feel like I have to throw this one in there for Will Kane because he was just on my podcast last uh, week. Okay. He loves going. the Longhorns. So I'll go with Austin, Texas. You've got the barbecue. You've got the tailgating. I think this one's so high for me, too, because of its traditions. The participation from their fans is unprecedented. Now, I went to um, the Texas OU game at the Cotton Bowl, and uh, they let me shoot off the cannon. And just hearing the fans erupt at at any point. Um, They've got Big Bertha, which is the world's largest bass drum, 500 pounds, eight feet in diameter. So you can imagine watching the five band members with that thing. Um, Smokey the Cannon, which is what I just mentioned. Um, It fires 10 gauge shotgun shells simultaneously every time the Longhorns score. So that just, again, like people are flocking because they want to see these things. They want to be a part of the electric college football experience and you really get that with the Longhorns in Austin, Texas. Absolutely. You know, yeah, I love the pageantry in it. You know, that's just some of the best parts of college football games is just some of the activities that just go on surrounding the game itself. You could care less if it's 48 nothing blowout. You're still entertained. Completely. It's all about the the atmosphere. And that is an unprecedented atmosphere, if you ask me. Not that I've been, but <laughs> based off of the game I went to on the, at the Cotton Bowl, I that's, could imagine. I mean, still being in the Cotton Bowl is pretty cool, too. I mean, that's iconic. Yeah, co- totally, totally. Number two. Um, okay, number two. Number two for me, I know that Green Bay, Wisconsin is a game day go-to for the NFL, but Madison, Wisconsin is mm. where it's at. The capital city of Wisconsin is the capital city of college football for the Dairy State as well. State Street just gets nuts all year round for Badgers sports. I mean, they've got some great teams throughout the entirety of the school year, but we'll focus on the football program coming in number 12 this season in the preseason AP poll. Camp Randall Stadium has actually been documented to have had seismic activity at certain times during the game, specifically around the fourth quarter when jump around from the classic band, lots uh, of pain starts to <laughs> Jump and around, people, you can be anywhere and that's gonna get oh, you hyped yeah. up. Absolutely, you could be sitting in traffic in New York City and you hear and you get hyped up. I mean, it just, it's one of those songs that gets you going. And of course, it's got also one of the best post-game celebrations with the fifth quarter from the marching band. There's no shortage of activity around Madison before and after kickoff. There's a lot of devotees to the Badgers and there's something really lovable about that fan base. I also got a little bit of a soft spot for them because I've always been a big JJ Watt fan. So they'll always, mm. you know, get a little bit of bias from me Love when JJ it comes Watt. to that. So it's hard not to, it's hard to hate JJ Watt. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why I got to slip Madison in as number two here. I feel like, you know, looking at my top five, the Big Ten really did take up a good Yeah, you're right. But, um, and you would kind of think like SEC, right? I mean, you always hear about SEC games. Right. And, and, you know, like we mentioned earlier, if we had top 20s, I'm sure almost the entirety of the SEC would be a part of that. But, you know, right. you to make the cutoff somewhere. So on that, who do you have as number two? Well, 
this is not a Gallup poll finding, but I would bet you, Matt, that 87% of people, when they hear the word football, they think of beer, right? Like, it's part of just the vibe of a college football game or of any football game. So that's one of my main reasons that Athens, Georgia is number two, because Athens, Georgia has 80 bars in a single square mile, which means that Athens has more bars per capita than any other city in the United States. That's so, the best fact I've ever heard. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, how do you I, pull I that off? I'm a little choked up hearing that. I'm not going to I lie. know. I wipe away the tear. You got, you got to pull yourself together. I'll, I'll uh, do it. I'm doing it. Really. Got it. Yeah. You know, I, I just I found that stat just absolutely mind blowing. And then you look at the football team. I mean, there are more than 36 Bulldog statues across the city of Athens. Um, and then if you're walking around before the game, you can see over 100,000 tailgaters just setting up all throughout campus. Some getting there as early as 7 a.m. And that to me is dedication. That's that's a group of people who want to watch their college football team. Um, and then, you know, you have Dooley State. Stadium at um, Dooley Field, rather, at Sanford Stadium. That's currently the 10th largest college football stadium in the country. So, you know, again, like you've got the chance, you've got the, we talk about the uh, atmosphere. I think that Athens, Georgia puts it on the list at number two. That's not a bad one at all. And a shout out to Ugga, one of the greatest mascots. Yes, totally. Um, okay, wow. That dog's got it made. That dog's it does. got it made. Even maybe more so than your dog having you work from home. Yeah, uh, right now, you know, I'm tempting fate as we reach number one. <laughs> I haven't gotten a bark yet, but fingers uh, crossed. Number. 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 Number one. Five, four, three. Number one. We got a drum roll here. Um, our number one. I don't know if I'm ready. All right. Oh, you know, what's weird is my number one, you already mentioned as part of your top five. Oh, Okay. But we're going to give another shout out to the Michigan Wolverines, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yes. I mean, when your home stadium's called the Big House, not Michigan Stadium. By the way, anybody who calls it Michigan Stadium, stop. No. Just, just stop yourself right there. You should just quit college football. Exactly. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe try highlight, try another sport for yourself, see what else is out there. But, you know, it's just a great fan base. You've got over 100,000 people in maize and blue coming up to the games. It's just unbelievable. And forget it. If you get a Michigan-Ohio State game, it's really on. The noise is just absolutely explosive out of that town. And it's just such a devout fan base. Even though they've had recent struggles in these past couple of years under Harbaugh, they still somehow put a great spin on and put a smile on their face and get through it. Not to mention they got a lot of other great athletic programs up there at the University of Michigan. Their hockey teams, basketball teams have all been very successful. So I got to give Ann Arbor the number one. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate mail from Ohio State fans <laughs> Ohio State here, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's just my choice. You know what? We're all entitled to our choices. Exactly. You're I'm entitled to yours. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good pick. All right, so who do you have at number one? So I feel like I'm going to get a lot of hate mail, too, because ahead of this podcast, I kind of just was, I had my own list, but then I was sort of curious about what other people thought, what the top ones were. And so I Googled it, like top college football stadiums, whatever. This didn't make really any of the lists. And so I'm super confused. And, and um, yeah, it pains me to say as a Trojan, but I got to go with South Bend, Indiana. Um, wow. Nothing beats the experience that you have at Notre Dame. Um, I have some of my fondest memories there. My my brother and my sister-in-law both went to ND, so we, as a family, would travel to South Bend for the USC-Notre Dame game, um, you know, every other year because they, they alternate between uh, the Coliseum and 
Uh, but yeah, my brother, uh, they just, they love it. And I think their fandom elevated this even higher for me. And, and it's, it's a great college town because it's close to Chicago. So all of the graduates and fans drive up. They rent houses there for the games. Um, they stay the whole weekend. There's a fun campsite near uh, campus, which is where I stayed with my brother. Um, you know, you wake up in the morning, you throw some eggs on the grill, and you get ready for the game. Also, like, just Notre Dame in general is such a gorgeous place to be. And you see all the people gathering there, like, pretending to kick a field goal between touchdown Jesus' arms. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe saying a prayer at the grotto. Um, and everyone at Notre Dame stays in the stadium until the end of the game. It doesn't matter what the score is. It doesn't matter matter if they're winning by a ton, if they're losing by a ton, if they haven't scored a single point. And at the end of the game, everyone puts their arms around each other and they sway uh, as the team sings the alma mater. So you can tell that faith and tradition run really deep through Notre Dame. And for this reason, it is my number one. I love it there. It is now documented that a USC <laughs> alum labeled South Bend, Indiana. I, I mean, I hate to tell you we've been recording this. Oh, uh, <laughs> gosh. I was wondering what that red light was. Yeah, you know, I, I hate to break it here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my brother can never listen to this because, um, you know, I'm a wide one brother went to USC, one went to Notre Dame. So you could imagine the rivalry that we had in our oh, family wow. growing up. So um, I, I we'll just make sure he doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be a rough Saturday come later on in the season. Not super rough, super rough. get really aggressive there. <laughs> All right. I, well, I hate to give your brother the information that he's going to have to hear now. It's going to tell him where to listen to this. But ah. uh, <laughs> I think we're going to have to wrap this one up, Abby. This has been a lot of fun talking top five college towns with you. It's been great. No, I, I had a blast. We'll do it um, every other day. How about that? And we'll just we'll keep we'll fine tune our list as we actually visit some of these places. It's going to become part of the top 200 series. I <laughs> love it. All right. Thank you to everyone for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Let us know your top five. You've been listening to Fox Top Five on the Fox News Podcast Network. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.